Welcome to With Heart and Wonder. This is a place for us to explore heart-centered living and to celebrate what it means to live with wonder, with awe and appreciation for the possibilities that are within us and around us. I'm Megan Johnston, and I am truly so honored and excited that you are here. Let's dive in and journey together. This is episode 66 of With Heart and Wonder. I'm breaking with the Tuesday tradition today of releasing episodes on Tuesday because it is the three-year anniversary of the podcast. Wild, eh? It's kind of hard to believe if I'm being honest. It was three years ago today that I launched this little creation out into the world. And this podcast journey has been one with lots of unexpected twists and turns. But I'm celebrating today my commitment to this beautiful community and my commitment to keep showing up with a whole lot of heart and a whole lot of wonder. I'm truly so grateful to you for being along for the ride. Now let's dive in to today's episode. Happy New Year. Gosh, I keep saying to people that I feel like it has been this really slow transition in terms of finding my footing in 2023. The word that actually keeps leaving my mouth without even thinking about it is that I'm needing to orient myself. Almost like trying to find my bearings. In part, it's because I find the holidays can be rather exhausting and destabilizing, and I know that I am not the only one. For me, there's this recovery period after that I always need, but I also feel like I'm just over the new year. I don't know about you, but my inbox and social media feeds are filled to the brim right now. It's like they're exploding with so much New Year-themed marketing all about goals and words of the year and affirmations, and you can probably hear in my voice, I really do think that these things are beautiful practices. But it's like the bombardment of it all at once, the sheer volume has just felt like a lot. And it's actually taken me until this morning to really pinpoint what it was, what it is about all of that, this just feeling off for me. It's a kind of interesting story for how I zeroed in on it. So let me share it with you. I woke up this morning and when I checked in with how I was feeling, the word was discombobulated. I went through the motions of doing my morning things, getting dressed, washing my face, having breakfast, doing my morning journaling, checking in with my plans for the day. But it all was just feeling really heavy and I just didn't really feel connected in mind, body, and heart. So I did a little three-step check-in that you can absolutely try for yourself anytime you like. So step one is I ask myself how I'm feeling. You know already I was feeling discombobulated. Step number two is how I want to feel. In this case, I really wanted to feel energized. And then step three is like, what is one tiny little thing I can do to move myself from A to B, to move myself in that direction? 
from discombobulated to energized in this case. And so when I tuned in, kind of intuitively knew that I needed to stand up. I was sitting at my desk at the time. I needed to move my body. I needed to have a little dance party. Now, sometimes when I do this, there's like this debate that goes on, this decision that I need to make about what song to use. But this morning, I just intuitively knew, like as I picked up my phone, I knew what song I was going to pull up and put on. I put on Miracle Mile by the Cold War Kids. Um, It's a song from my younger years that fills me to the brim with energy, depending on your musical preferences. Uh, May or may not be your style. But I had this really great dance party in my office. And so great, actually, that Eric, my husband, and Snug, our puppy, even ended up coming in and joining me. And I just felt myself like drop in and reconnect to this soft but present joy as I let myself just move and be moved by the music. That reconnection, that recalibration, where I felt that coherence with mind, body, and heart that it felt like it was missing. So here's where it gets interesting. After the dance party, I sat back down at my desk. I was getting ready to plan out and record this very podcast episode. And just for fun, I had this like little intuitive nudge. I was like, hey, I should go read the lyrics. So I pulled them up on Google was reading through them and it was like this like moment where there was this key that unlocked for me what it is that I've been trying to express to myself over the past few weeks about how it is that I've been feeling. So as a side note, I really love these like little moments where we let ourselves feel into our intuition where we get curious, let ourselves just flow and follow our curiosity, follow our heart and our wonder, and also let ourselves just like get playful with meaning making. I'll talk about the song in a second, but the song in no way directly talks about what it was that I was going through or um, there's not like a direct correlation, but for me, I always find it's so helpful as like reflection tools to be kind of swept away in something else, whether it's a really great book or a piece of art or music, and to let that act almost like as this mirror for me to explore my own thoughts and feelings through. I always get these really like powerful reflections that happen. And you might have a different intuitive process, but for me, it, it always helps me kind of drop into my intuition. Okay, so back to the song. I'm not going to do a deep dive breakdown of my interpretation of the lyrics or, or what I think they mean, but I'll say in general, the, for me, this song, Miracle Mile, is a reflection on what it is that we are chasing this coming up for air, 
and in that, a reconnection with what it is that really matters to us. What it is that really matters to us. And so the combination of my dance party, where I was able to reconnect body, mind, and heart, and listening to this particular song, which I do believe found me in this moment for a reason, feeling the song in my body, and then reading the lyrics afterwards, it all came together to help me articulate the reason I've been struggling with this endless barrage of New Year-type content is that it all feels so serious. It's like there's this energy that we have to get serious and make all the right decisions or else. This pressure to pick the right things, do the right things, do them in the right way. And while I know deep in my heart, I really do, that all of this messaging is really well-intentioned. The truth is that there are probably a thousand things we could do to make our lives more blank, fill in the blank with whatever you want, abundant, peaceful, joyful, healthy, whatever it is that that you are seeking at this moment in time. And I just want to smash it all and yell, but where is the fun? Where's the enjoyment? This perpetual quest for self-improvement just feels so heavy to me this year. And to be clear, I am not against the idea of personal growth or evolution or transformation. In fact, I'm not just like totally for it. In many ways, I've built a life that is dedicated to that self-work, that showing up for self, um, both me showing up for myself and holding space for others to do the same. But this year I'm just really questioning that it all has to be so intense and hyper-focused and efficient and serious feeling. And I'm just rebelling against it all. For January, I'm just grounding into the question, how can I make things more fun, more enjoyable? So for me, this type of enjoyment and fun isn't necessarily like that type that we so often get pulled towards where we're focused on like going out and doing something that is quote unquote fun, (laughs) like a trip or a vacation or an activity that's supposed to be fun. But what I'm talking about is that like type of enjoyment that comes from being really deeply present to ourselves, what's happening within us and around us, and those little check-ins that I talked about before where we ask how we feel, how we want to feel, and one step to help us get there. So I'll illustrate this with um, a visual (laughs) that I saw on my friend Christina KDC, it was a post that she had just the other day. And Christina um, was actually a podcast guest. It's podcast episode number 11, which is kind of a hilariously beautiful moment of synchronicity because today is January 11th. Anyway, the post said something like, you can be joyful in the snow or not, but either way, there will be snow. Either way, there will be snow. 
And it's this type of thinking that I've been circling around for the last few weeks of like, how do I make the things that are happening anyways more enjoyable? How can I meet myself where I am with a commitment to do what is within my control to feel good? And that could be things like shifting a mindset, challenging a limiting belief, or just making things more fun. Because the reality is that there are a lot of parts of life and things that we have to do sometimes that are not pleasant. But how can we celebrate the moments where we have the capacity to introduce a shift that makes us just experience a little bit more of that feeling good, a little bit more of that enjoyment? When I look at my own year ahead, there are certain things in the next few weeks and months that are inevitabilities that are beyond my control. But what is in my control is how I choose to meet those moments. And so I keep thinking about that old saying that it's not about the destination, but the journey. That one we hear so, so often. Whatever you've decided to do this year about goals, intentions, resolutions, or anything else for the new year, I invite you to consider how you can make your journey more enjoyable and maybe just like a teensy bit less serious and a little bit more playful. I say this to you as someone who can be a rather serious person. I like to play and have fun, but I am a deep and critical thinker at my heart. I'm someone who quite easily gets really caught up um, in, in my head. I have a tendency as a person to always focus on where there's room for improvement. It's like the first thing my mind is drawn to can be a little annoying at times, not just for me, but for others too. Um, And this like focus on improvement and how I can make things better as fast and as efficiently as humanly possible. I can get really hyper fixated and very, very serious. And what I know to be true is that when I am in this type of headspace, it 100% prevents me from really experiencing the joy of the journey, from enjoying the ride of life, both the ups and the downs. So the questions that I am sitting with are the following. For whatever I am working on this year, how can I make the journey as enjoyable as possible? How do I turn the things that I have to do anyway into opportunities to explore bringing more good feelings in? How do I let myself enjoy that ride of life? I really do believe that when we focus on feeling good, we totally change the energy of our thoughts, our words, our actions. We build a momentum and have this beautiful opportunity to experience more motivation, more inspiration to keep going through the tough moments because it feels lighter, more playful, more fun. We move beyond that feeling of heaviness or pressure or scarcity thinking, and we meet ourselves in the present 
with a whole lot of love. Choosing enjoyment is an act of self-love. And so my wish for you this year is a whole lot of love, play, and moments of choosing to make things feel good. May you find even just a little bit more enjoyment on this wild ride of life. May you take yourself a little bit less seriously. And as we wrap up today, I wanted to be sure to tell you that I've got a pretty cool promo on right now that might be a great fit if you want to infuse more self-love and enjoyment into your own journey through this messy ride of life. Until January 15th, you can access a three-month coaching series with me and receive complimentary access to an eight-week restorative yoga series. So you'll have me right by your side holding space for you, helping you get clear on what it is that your heart really wants, cheering you on through the highs and lows of your own beautiful adventure. This combo of coaching and yoga is also just a really beautiful container that supports you in both intentional action and transformative rest so that you can nourish your whole self and shine even brighter. If your heart sparkled a little bit hearing these words, I'd love to connect with you for a free 30-minute complimentary consult. Head on over to meganjohnston.com coaching, or you can also send me a message on Instagram at Megan L. Johnston and just say I'm interested in learning more about coaching. If this episode landed for you, I'd truly love to hear from you. What was a spark or an aha moment that you had? And until we meet again, keep living with a whole lot of heart and a whole lot of wonder.